says we are live now. So thank you uh, for joining us. This is uh, the Carolina Weather Group. We hope uh, you are having a great Wednesday evening. And if you've been searching around on social media, I'm sure you've heard the potential of some wintry weather affecting portions of the Carolinas. And we know it's January and we've been talking about this active storm pattern, pattern, pattern that's uh, uh, been uh, really well forecasted over the month of December. And we're finally here to see what that pattern will have for us. And so tonight joining us is Christian Morgan, meteorologist at WFMY. And we have meteorologist Dylan, Dylan Hudler, who you may remember from Mississippi State. Well, we've grabbed him back from Mississippi. I'll let him announce where he's going to be at here real soon. And then we also have Frank Strait, who is with the uh, University of South Carolina, the state of South Carolina. I guess, Frank, if you want to work for the university, you can. I mean, you know. I did go to school at USC for three and a half years back in the 90s. Yeah, I spent my spent the first part of my college career flunking out of engineering school. <laughs> uh, Frank Shray is a severe weather liaison for the state of South Carolina. So uh, Frank's going to be telling us about what's going on here in South Carolina. So uh, Dylan, before we get into uh, the big story tonight, you have a big story to tell for those who have not seen the special announcement on social media, what you have uh, to share with everybody. Uh, well, yeah, I've got some big news to share. Uh, after spending almost four years down in Mississippi and two years working part-time at WCBI-TV in Columbus, Mississippi, uh, I'm honored to accept a position up here back home in the triad at WXII 12 News in Winston-Salem. Uh, Christian and I are going to be competitors on the morning show, uh, working alongside each other. And uh, it's good to be back here in the Carolinas, hop on here and uh, talk about the forecast and things coming up. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be busy. It's going to be busy, fellas. So looking forward to it. Yeah, Dylan, we're all excited to have you back in the Carolinas. I know you're happy to be back here. And so uh, excited. Now we're going to have some some new friends to talk to when we have some uh, <laughs> some adverse weather coming into uh, oh, the Piedmont Triad. So, uh, so the big story tonight is uh, what could be happening over the weekend. First of all, right now we do have some rain moving through the area with a little low pressure system that's moving up the Atlantic coast. Not really expected to produce anything wintry across the area, but some uh, rain showers are possible tonight along uh, North and South Carolina, and that'll quickly move out tomorrow. And then our attention turns to Saturday, and Saturday looks to be one of two storms that we are tracking over the next seven days. And both of them could be uh, bringing some pretty uh, impactful weather to the Carolinas, both North and South Carolina. And so tonight we're going to talk about the Saturday storm. And then we may come back on uh, late weekend to kind of look at what's going to happen on Saturday, as that could bring a whole new element of uh, <laughs> weather into the area. So uh, let's kind of talk about what's going on. And uh, Christian, you and Dylan live up in the triad, the Piedmont, uh, both cover the mountainous sections of North Carolina. And that kind of seems to be where the attention is right now. So um, I'll let you guys start off. Uh, whoever wants to go first, you can rock, paper, scissors, however you want to do it. Uh, well, go ahead, Christian. But, uh, let's see what's going on up that way. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, you know, we, we've talked a lot. Sort of. We, I think we can sort of preface this weekend. We've talked a lot here in recent couple of months about an El Nino pattern that's setting up. And now as we start the year, we're really starting to see that sort of take hold and take effect. And of course, we talked about uh, probably having a wetter winter than usual, but probably not meaning that we get a lot of snow. So we're sort of seeing that right now. We're seeing an active pattern 
But an active pattern in the winter, even though there's a lot of moisture, doesn't always mean that there's going to be snow, even if it's chilly. So, uh, you know, everything has to line up for us here, especially in the Piedmont of North Carolina, to really get a significant snow or winter storm. So this time around, when we talk about an active weather pattern, what does that mean? Well, the subtropical jet to our south is very active. And so over the next week or so, we're going to have a new storm system tracking through the south and our way, you, you know, probably every three to five days, at least the way that the pattern looks right now, if you look long-term. So what does that mean for us? Well, yeah, it's gonna be chilly, but it's not really going to be cold. And for us to get snow, what you really want is a nice high pressure to our north and east, You know, moving uh, through Canada, out of Greenland, really supplying and continuing to supply that cold air. We just don't have that this time of the round. Our storm system, yes, coming from the south, it's gonna be loaded with moisture for Saturday, uh, but it doesn't mean that we're going to get snow. The mountains may see some snow, but it's kind of a fluke and kind of a funky thing for them too. So let's talk about the Piedmont. Uh, and Dylan, you can kind of pick up wherever you want to, but we have the storm system moving in. I will say the good thing about this is that it's a quick mover. Um, and so I think for that reason, we've probably seen rain totals sort of trend downward. I think at least for our area, the Piedmont area, uh, half an inch to maybe up to an inch of rain is gonna be possible. But the big question why we're talking so much about this tonight is the potential of what it brings as it starts. Um, so I, I've seen some chatter on social media and from modelologists that we call them, uh, folks who like to hype things up on the internet, uh, saying that, hey, we're gonna end a snowless streak. We, you know, in, the, in Greensboro, we've had a 700 day plus snowless streak. That's not going to end this weekend. Um, we're not set up to get snow. We're not really set up to have a significant winter storm. Uh, what we are set up for, though, is a little bit of freezing rain or icing at the onset of this early Saturday morning. Um, temperatures are going to be at freezing or just below, sort of borderline. Um, and so that lends a lot of questions as to who gets some ice and who just gets cold rain. Um, I think if you look to the north and west, so you know we're centered in Greensboro, Dillon's, and Winston-Salem, same kind of thing, Piedmont Triad, north and west, probably have a better chance of seeing a little bit of light icing early Saturday morning as some of this precip moves in in the pre-dawn hours. I think the other thing that we actually haven't talked a lot about, and I haven't seen many meteorologists actually talk about, is that anytime we have really dry air, you know, you have to think about the atmosphere as a sponge, right? So when you stick a brand new or dry sponge right under the faucet, it doesn't start to you know, water doesn't start to come out the bottom immediately, right? You have to soak that sponge up and the atmosphere sort of works the same way. Um, so we're going to have really dry air in place before this gets here. So I think as some of the precip moves in overnight, early Saturday morning, we oftentimes see as you saturate that column of air, you start to see a little bit of sleet forming. And even though the atmospheric profile doesn't really support that, I think very early Saturday morning, while most of us were still sleeping, I think there could be a little bit of sleep falling just at the onset of this. And then as you cool the column of air, I think we could see uh, a little period of freezing rain or some light icing. I think that may mean, you know, very minor impacts in the foothills and the mountains, actually. We'll start to see some freezing rain, then transitioning to a cold rain before they go back to snow on Saturday night. Um, but for us, by mid-morning, midday, uh, at least in the Piedmont, this has turned into a cold rain uh, that'll linger at least through Saturday evening. And again, with the quick speed of this, I think our rain totals have come down a little bit. Uh, this is in and out of here by Saturday night. Sunday, we're drying it out. Um, and then we watch another system on the way for Tuesday. But this is basically going to be a cold, breezy rain for our Saturday. And at least in the Piedmont Triad, 
I really don't foresee much in the way of uh, of impacts. Uh, bridges, you know, maybe elevated surfaces, seeing uh, a little bit of slickness, a light icing early in the morning. But this is going to end up being a cold rain for all of us. Um, we don't have that constant supply of cold air to keep things freezing. Uh, and of course, latent heat release, all of that. I think we're going to end up, you know, pretty much just with a cold rain for Saturday. Right, Christian. I uh, I completely agree with you. Looking over everything, you know, you talked about the active subtropical jet and this pattern. We're getting systems coming through just about every three to five days, which is during this time of year in the Carolinas, uh, it's the storm track that we want to see. But there's certainly more that goes into it. We're looking at storm track. We're looking at moisture. We're looking at the amount of cold air. And we always say the cold air has to be here first. Uh, Well, we have that area of high pressure off to our north, but it's not exactly in the right location. It's pumping some cold air in But by the time that low pressure system starts to move our way uh, from along the Gulf Coast, that area of high pressure is weakened and moved off to the east a little bit. So we don't have that constant supply of cold air. Uh, As the system gets closer, we finally start to get a little bit more moisture in here with some rain early in the day on Saturday. I agree with Christian. Um, Surface temperatures may be just cold enough for a little bit of freezing rain in the Piedmont Triad to accumulate right around 31, 32, 33 degrees. Uh, Elevated surfaces will most likely be where we have to watch out for some things. And uh, and it could be a little bit of a bigger problem right along the eastern facing slopes of the foothills where more cold air has has gotten kind of stuck, for lack of a better term, and uh, has pooled up there. Uh, There may be a coating, may cause some issues on the overpasses, bridges, elevated surfaces and stuff. But I think as with most winter weather systems here in the Carolinas, uh, along and north and west of I-85, Christian is about where we're looking for the best chance to see a little bit of freezing rain Saturday morning. And, you know, as the sun's coming up or the sun is coming up, it's getting lighter outside in the morning. Right. It'll be cloudy. We won't be able to see the sun, but uh, just enough, you know, to see a little bit of a shine on the tree limbs, uh, something like that. Just maybe enough to notice um, looking off through the distance uh, again. Yeah, I think that's a good map there uh, made with Scotty's graphic system. That looks good. Higher elevations, we'll see a little bit of snow, uh, but we've got this one system working past now, mainly with rain to our south, lots of dry air over the Piedmont Triad, not expecting a whole lot of that, maybe maybe some sprinkles overnight tonight. And this Saturday system is just now coming onto the West Coast. So weather balloons are just now starting to sample this data and, and feed that into our weather models so we get a little bit of a better picture. Uh, I think it's pretty safe to say now, though, that there is the potential for some freezing rain and, like Christian mentioned, some sleet on Saturday morning. This is certainly the storm track we want to see, um, and we want to see this kind of moisture as well, but it's super picky, the atmosphere. We want everything to line up just right, and we're we're so close. We're kind of teetering on that line between a decent snow event for us here. Um, and then just a nasty, sloppy, cold rain all day on Saturday. Unfortunately, we're going to be on the cold rain side of things. I just I just don't think we have enough cold air getting pumped in uh, like we need to or we've seen in the past with big time snow stuff. You know, I think you said it, Dylan. You know, our storm track is I mean, it is it is right on the money. Uh, right. But that's only just half of the equation. Right. You have to have that constant supply of cold air. And also, you know, it's a typical thing around here. Um, you know, everybody says, well, how come we don't get snow? How come we we have the cold air, but we have, 
you know, moisture. How come we don't ever get snow? A lot of times we have those Miller B setups that we call them in weather with that secondary low pressure system. And when that's added into the equation, that really kicks in that warm nose or that layer of warm air up above the ground. That changes everything, right? That that's right. where our freezing rain problems. Um, and it it is so tough. You know, I, I explain to people and talk to people all the time and tell them, hey. We have cold air, but we have moisture, but that's not it. You know, it, it's about the levels of the atmosphere. Where's the cold air coming from? How is that supply getting here? And um, and really, for us, what we want to see a good snowstorm here in the Carolinas is really having a week of really cold air. And then you get your moisture to move in and you keep supplying that cold air. That's why a lot of times we say you got to have the cold air here first before it happens. Um, typically, a cold air chasing moisture event is an absolute strikeout for us. Now, of course, there are exceptions to the rule, um, but this is not, even over the next week, even though there are opportunities here for us to have storm systems, there's no real good look for snow that I can find. Uh, and again, this event, this weekend is is low impact. Uh, foothills, mountains are the folks who really see, you know, the freezing rain. And I think actually, if you move up into Virginia, West Virginia, those slopes, those are the folks that actually are going to have, you know, some decent icing and probably will have some more um, major, I wouldn't say major, but, um, you know, some more impactful weather, at least on Saturday with things being a little slick. Right up, uh, up 77, crossing yeah. from, from North Carolina into Virginia, that can get slick up there on I-77, up the Blue Ridge toward Roanoke, Blacksburg. Uh, up through there as well as that low pressure gets gets a little bit more organized. And you said it as well, our supply of cold air from the high pressure is kind of weakening, but we also have that that low pressure area working to bring in warm air. So we've got the warm air over top of the marginal cold air. It's really just, it's really not a uh, what we want to see here for snow in the Carolinas. I'll say, I'll say one more thing, and I'll, I'll give it back to Scotty or Frank. Um, I think also one thing that we we've kind of, missed or maybe we haven't missed it but we haven't talked a lot about it here just because our focus has been on the weekend and our active storms our active storm track but you know just a month ago we were in a significant drought that's well over you know now you know we we've continued to get system after system of, of inches of rain at least around here so the drought is not something we're talking about anymore and when folks say you know hey we need the rain to end the drought the drought's over um, now, now we're talking about several storm systems within a couple of days of each other that are loaded with moisture. So now, when we're not so worried much of the, uh, so worried so much about the drought, I'd be concerned about watching some flash flooding potential, and it wouldn't take very long, especially over the next few days and over the next week or so. Right, that two-day system could really come in behind and impact a punch, drop in a couple inches over the Piedmont, and cause some issues for sure. Yeah, especially this time of the year. Um, it's prone to flash flooding because your grass is really dormant. So the ground's not really soaking in that rain. It just kind of runs off. And like Christian said, uh, Frank, I'm sure has got the numbers for South Carolina, but we've had multiple storm systems with multiple inches of rain. Uh, I want to share a screen for you for just right quick. For those who are watching, uh, Christian and Dylan did a great job of describing what was going on. And so here's the kind of the setup. We want to thank uh, Tropical Tidbits for this. And here's the high pressure that we're talking about. When I put this in motion, for a, a winter weather setup, you kind of want to see that high pressure anchored somewhere and you want to see it stay. But with this one, we call it a transient high because as soon as that moisture moves in, it's moving that high pressure out to sea and it's not that constant supply of cold air. It's way up here. So supplying cold air down into the Shenandoah Valley, up into Pennsylvania, up into the northeast, but it's just not able to maintain itself here into the southeast. So that is the setup. But as I play this out, you can see we've got another storm system that moves through Tuesday, 
and then the potential for another coastal system. You get the idea that it's going to be very active storm track. So as Christian and Dylan was saying, the storm track is fine. You know, this is what you want if you want winter weather. But you really got to have that cold air supply. So don't give up hope yet. Uh, this is a very active pattern in January. And, you know, you can only roll the dice so many times before you hit snake eyes. And, and I think that's what we're playing with here. You know, everybody's wanting snow. I think Christian put up a graphic today. It's been 704 days since Greensboro has seen snow. Um, you can attribute that to Charlotte as well. You know, the last big snowstorm, um, what was that, a year, two years ago now almost, a year and a half. So it's, it's been a long time. And um, we're going to get there. I have a feeling that before the, the winter is over, We'll at least see a little bit of snow across the area just because of the storm track, but uh, this is just not that storm. But uh, one thing I did want to show you guys, um, kind of uh, share this one more time, because even though I'm still in Myrtle Beach, I have to always pay attention to the weather when it comes to winter weather, because it is my go-to. I love winter weather over anything else. And uh, Dylan did such a great job of describing this area right here. If you're in... Um, Buncombe County from the Black Mountains through McAlver, Caldwell, Wilkes into Alexander County, the Brushy Mountains. Uh, you have the Limble Gorge area right there. That cold air is notorious for hanging on for a long time. So why the main populated areas from Greensboro to Winston-Salem to Statesville, Hickory, Morganton, Marion, you may see, like, like Dylan and, and Christian were saying, a trace of ice, a, a glaze. So when you get up into these high countries, that's where that, that cold air really likes to dam up. And I've seen situations where we've got just a coating of ice in Morganton, and you go 15 miles up the road into uh, the Jonas Ridge area, which is right there along this Cartman. It's been a quarter inch of ice. So it would not surprise me to see those, those little escarpment areas uh, where that cold air likes to hang on the most. Jonas Ridge, Little Switzerland, uh, Black Mountain being another place where you could see some higher uh, totals, but those are very isolated. Um, I agree with, with what Dylan and Christian were saying. I think a lot of this will just kind of be that glaze that we see every so often, and by 10 o'clock, everything's starting to melt. So uh, one thing that I want to um, talk about, Frank, is these scenarios, Sometimes the upstate of South Carolina can kind of get in on this cold air, especially the uh, the Greenville Mountains, Spartanburg County Mountains uh, up in that area. So what are you particularly looking at for at least the upstate right now? Uh, well, in general, if you're in South Carolina, this is not a storm to get excited about. This is not a storm where you're going to go make a, a bread, milk, toilet paper, beer, et cetera, kind of run. It's not like that. Even the areas that do have the potential to see a little bit of ice won't see much and it won't be around for very long on Saturday morning. So please don't panic. Uh, however, uh, there are some areas in the upstate uh, along and north of I-85, mainly north of I-85. Uh, and don't start this. Uh, that's a north-south highway. Don't say north. Uh, if they wanted that, <laughs> if they want us to not do things like that, they should have given it a different number. But um, Yes, that's going to be the area where we'll have a little bit of concern for ice, and it's mainly going to be a, a travel concern. There's not going to be enough for any significant buildup on trees and power lines, so we're not going to have any power outages or anything like that. Uh, and for the most part, the roads will be fine, too. It's the elevated road surfaces, the, the bridges and overpasses uh, in the uh, upstate, mainly along the North Carolina line, where we'll have to watch out for 
some icy spots or higher in elevation. Uh, those That's going to be the concern. Otherwise, it's just going to be a breezy, rainy, cold, ugly day on Saturday uh, for South Carolina, except along the coast. The coastal areas will be a little warmer. You might get some rumbles of thunder there as a result uh, down in the low country and uh, maybe up in Scotty's area there around the Grand Strand. But it it's not going to be a, a big storm. Good soaking rain. And uh, again, it's been dry in South Carolina, too, although uh, the only place where we have any lingering droughts in the upstate uh, that will be coming to an end over the next week, I think, uh, because you know, a little bit more rain today, hardly any in the upstate. That was almost all Virgo you saw on radar uh, across the upstate of South Carolina today. Uh, but uh the next storm coming in Saturday looks like a general half inch to an inch kind of rain. So that'll be uh, another nail in the coffin for the drought. What what is left of it in South Carolina and that only in the upstate. And then uh, by the time we get to Tuesday, that's going to be a big rain, it looks like. And, and that will end what is left of the drought, if any is left at that point. Yeah, and I'll, I'll touch on the Grand Strand right quick and I'll share my screen one more time. Sorry for doing all this. Uh, but, uh, no, we love graphics. it, Scotty. We <laughs> love put these graphics when you're up. extra about it. It's so good to see all this stuff, seriously. Right. Well, I've, I've taken the low pressures, the cold fronts and all that off just to kind I of mean, get you a better Why idea. do we have weather graphics to help right? tell the story? That's right. <laughs> tell it. Tell so us that we're story. Gonna, we're going to tell you. So here's your low pressure. Uh, this is three, 3 o'clock in the morning. You can see it's really getting going. And one thing I'm... I'm, I'm curious about is if there's any storm activity up in the panhandle of florida how much does that rob any moisture transported up into our area that they can do affect... have a 15 percent risk there right yeah yeah, there, they... yeah right. There, there is that chance so okay you know how much does that rob our rainfall energy whatever you want to call it as it moves up the coast but um as we go throughout the day here along the beach you can see here by 9 a.m it's really a lot of heavy rain from uh, the grand strand back into the pd down into the low country even the midlands but like you guys have been saying this is a quick moving storm so you can see by three o'clock a lot of this starting to exit the region but um i'm gonna back one slide here you see these isobars right here these lines that's a strong fetch of um onshore flow and this will kind of line up with high tide. So we may see a little bit of coastal flooding uh, along the Grand Strand down into the the, um, the low country. I, I don't really believe it's going to be anything like we saw back in December where Myrtle Beach reached the fourth highest water level of record. I think Charleston was two seconds. Was that right, Frank? Uh, yeah, it was fourth, if I remember correctly. Okay, fourth. So Myrtle Beach and Charleston, both fourth highest record. So uh, we'll get a little bit of onshore flow there, um, and, and that could line up right with high tide. So I wouldn't be surprised to see some coastal flooding advisories issued uh, for the morning on Saturday, uh, along with some gusty winds. So here's kind of like what we've talked about here uh, today over the last few days. We can see some gusty winds, 25 to 35 uh, mile per hour gusts possible, one to three inches, uh, the heavier rain really located closer to the coast. Uh, definitely some root, uh, rough surf and the severe weather threat for right now looks to be relatively low. Um, I say that because the last storm that we had a couple of weeks ago uh, produced the EF1 tornado here in Horry County. So you can never rule out a severe weather threat with these events. But for right now, it looks to be fairly low across the area. But that's kind of what to expect. Uh, and then we'll, we'll let this storm kind of marinate and we may jump back on Sunday. Uh, and kind of talk about what's going to be happening on Tuesday because that could bring a whole other set of issues to the area 
And like uh, Christian was talking about, I would not be surprised to see some flooding between this storm and that storm across the area. Looking at some of uh, our comments here, uh, you guys may know these two names. Uh, Tim Buckley wants to know, do you think we'll get any snow in Greensboro? He's going to hang up and listen. So Tim Buckley, uh, who's that? Yeah, I've never know. heard Tim of the guy. Buckley? Tell Tim yeah. we're going to get, uh, Tim, <laughs> if you can hear me right now, you can lock in six inches in your neighborhood Ooh. in Greensboro. Red line, center line, six inches right there. <laughs> there you wow. go, right. <laughs> uh, Andrew Dockery, another guy you may have, uh, his name's very Never heard of him. Doesn't ring a bell. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. He's, he's like, uh, four amazing people love the conversation, but I got to ask how much snow at my house. Um, Andrew, that's none because you live about two miles from my house. So we're not getting <laughs> You get rain. You get rain <laughs> all over his house. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, another GM weather said, who let Dylan get so good at his job? So Dylan, you're getting some love tonight. I appreciate it. Thanks uh, for all the support. Uh, Virginia Pendleton. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the show tonight. Uh, looks like we may get a little ice here in Boston and Cleveland County. And Maggie is also asking about the Southern foothills, what to expect Friday night into Saturday. And I think we talked about that just a little bit of, Ice changing over terrain, and it looks like Dylan, you got another lover. So you got two tonight. Let's uh, go look through these man. comments. Um, and now Andrew's laughing at us because he's not getting. Started. Right. I also want to just set the record straight. Here in Kernersville, my phone Apple Weather app says uh, flurries, flurries for the next hour. There ain't no flurries. I haven't seen one. one flurry, not a single one. Christian, how about you? Family Feud ah. X buzzer dot MP3. Ah. <laughs> not a single one of them. No snow for us here in the Piedmont tonight. Too much dry air, too much Virga. Uh, I actually saw a good example of some Virga the other day. Uh, took a picture of it Friday um, with that upper level low passing by. We had some Virga oh. off in the distance there in the triad. Uh, pretty cool to see. Pretty neat to see with some dry air in place. Uh, wish the air would have been a little bit colder. Christian, that was the day where we had some reports of some uh, sleet mixing mm -hmm. in as well with those with those heavier convected bands under that upper level low. Um, but yeah, I think Saturday is certainly a day to watch. It's going to be one of those mornings where we wake up early, kind of watch the trends, look at the temperatures, see how things are, are playing out, look at the reports. Um, and then once this system scoots on past, uh, and we get generally here in the Piedmont triad, Christian, I'm thinking less than an inch of rain, probably half an inch, maybe three quarters of an inch, maybe. Um, but that Tuesday system coming in behind, it looks like it have severe weather, maybe in parts of the Southeast, heavy rain, maybe one to two inches, strong winds. Scotty will be rocking and rolling, holding on to the flagpole down there at the coast. <laughs> Let's go. A lot of us in South Carolina could be. <laughs> Yeah, it's just kind of one of those patterns where, you know, you take take these storms one at a time. We'll get through Saturday. Then we'll focus on Tuesday. Then we'll focus on another one possibly down the line from that. Uh, but cold rain, you're not going to do anything outside on Saturday. You know, plan to watch some movies, sit by a nice fire, take a nap, uh, eat some chili, grilled cheese, enjoy it. You know, right. that, that, that's, that's Saturday in, in a nutshell. There's NFL games. So, so did I just hear Christian's cooking chili and grilled cheese for everyone? Hey, y'all come on over. Going down to Asheboro. <laughs> You're only 45 <laughs> minutes. You're only 45 minutes. From there. there are no excuses. Uh, Christian, uh, this is a person after your own heart. They are wanting a forecast for your beloved Boone, North Carolina. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so, Lee is uh, wanting to know. <laughs> well, we talked a lot about, you know, the mountains are going to get some snow out of this, but it's not an all snow event. And in fact, we sort of start with some frozen precip, um, you know, some icing as possible in the mountains early Saturday morning. Then they'll actually transition to a cold rain too. Then before going back to snow uh, for Saturday night. So, uh, you know, uh, a couple of inches possible on the, especially on the, on, on the, on the slopes and the higher elevations, but this is not going to be a, you know, an all out banger for snow. Um, be some nice powder for the, for the ski slopes, uh, especially skiers and snowboarders. You know, Sunday will probably be a nice day on the slopes. It'll be windy and it'll be cold, um, but there will be some fresh powder to ski on. I think you had to see oh, some Northwest snow up there too. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, Alex Purdue telling everyone hello. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex. How's it going, buddy? Wow, you're up. You're up late here, hanging out with us, huh? Oh, you gotta get to bed, Alex. School's tomorrow. Me too. Get to bed. Go to school. Tweet. You know, makes make the adjustments to that forecast coming up for Saturday. Let us know what you're thinking. We're ready to see your weather video on your green screen, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Get some graphics behind him. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's all the questions we got. Uh, we'll kind of close this out. Any closing thoughts from you all before we kind of say goodbye to everyone? Hey, I'll, I would I'll just say, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I'm excited for you, Dylan. Uh, glad to have a buddy back here in the Piedmont. Glad to have you back home. Um, you know, the competitor thing is, hey, you just work at the other station. Um, we're always buddies and uh, looking forward to having you back here. And um, you're going to do a great job. Really love to see the growth that, that you had in your time at mississippi and at cbi down there um we're glad you're home though uh we're, we're glad you're home and uh, excited to see you there and again like i mentioned you know on the weather front um we'll take these one at a time it'll be busy over the over the next couple of weeks so we'll see what happens All right i appreciate it christian uh, yeah. during the week if you're out in the triad by uh lindley park filling station or some of the diners in kernersville after noon uh after the 12 o'clock show or might run into Christian and I grabbing some lunch or grabbing some coffee afterward. And then we're going to have to all make a trip down to uh, Myrtle Beach, hang out with Scotty, get the guys right, back right. together. Um, and I'm excited. You know, I really, really appreciate Scotty inviting Christian and I on here tonight to uh, kind of give our two cents about what Christian and I are thinking for the Piedmont Triad. Always happy to come on and talk about it. Uh, you know, I have I have you guys in the Carolinas to thank for uh, where I'm at today. Super appreciative. And on the weather front, I would just say, you know, uh, over the next couple of weeks, be in tune with the forecast, pay attention to things, scroll through social media once a day at least to get some updates from us. And uh, we'll keep you posted. We'll get through it and uh, have the umbrella handy too over the next few days for sure. They want to build that boat, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, like I said, don't panic. This is not a, a big deal coming up for Saturday in South Carolina. Uh, we don't want to, of course, uh, look ahead to what will probably be a bigger storm on Tuesday in terms of uh, rain, wind, maybe severe weather too, could, could be pretty nasty, coastal flooding as well. But uh, uh, we're not going to panic about Tuesday. Tuesday's just a, a cold, rainy day. Uh, unfortunately, I'll have to drive in it, but that's life. Um, but uh, it's not going to be an ideal day to drive. It'll be a, a better day to, to uh, stay in the house and uh, take care of some of those uh, house projects, maybe get an early start on the uh, spring cleaning, things like that, because uh, it's not going to be fun being outside on Saturday. Good day. Bad college football is off, but it's a good day to stay indoors for sure. Um, here along the Grand Strand, like I said, rainy, windy. Uh, we'll pay attention to Tuesday. I think that's going to be a big story. But I'll echo the sentiments of Christian. We're so freaking happy that you're back in Carolina. And uh, 
so excited to see your growth and uh, I knew home was calling you. So I'm so glad you're back with us and uh, we're definitely going to have to hit up top golf soon. Yeah. Right. Yeah, same here, Dylan. I'm, I'm really glad that, you, that you're back here. Take care of somebody who had to spend 20 years of his life away from home. It's uh, really good to be back. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm blessed for sure. It's a good feeling. I appreciate it, you guys. You guys are covered great in the Carolinas. Such a good group of meteorologists here in North and South Carolina. So uh, that'll be it for tonight. I have to say a special congratulations to the Stormfront Freaks for episode 200. Uh, they just uh, finished that up. So good job, guys. Uh, we appreciate uh, everything you do for the Weather Podcast community and the great work that you all did over the uh, disasterthon, raising money for the American Red Carl. So uh, congrats to you all. And all of y'all, stay, uh, stay calm. Don't give up hope. Your snow dance, and I'm sure you'll get some snow. If not, I'm Buckley, WFMY. You can send all your complaints to him. All the bad emails. Yes, let him be the scapegoat. Right. That's right. He's the one. He's the one that controls it. In fact, if you want, in fact, if you want to, you can request an autographed copy of Tim's <laughs> snow rules, and he'll send it to you. Oh, might send him a text. All right. All right. <laughs> well, um. I'm going to try to stop recording this. I don't know if you're going to go on live or not because I don't see James back, but you guys have a great evening and we will see you here. <laughs>